Alright, take your Bibles and turn to Proverbs. Turn to Proverbs. Chapter 1. This morning, simple message. But uh, we're going get, to all get on the same page uh, for 2016. Wellspring has three, three purposes. They're simple. First is to glorify and honor Jesus Christ. Second is to be a Great Commission church. And third is to edify the body of Christ. For each person to be built up into the ministry or whatever God would have for them. And this morning we're going to talk about something that will equip us for these purposes. All three of these purposes. And it's plain, it's simple, but it's God's Word. It's the Bible. It is our greatest resource. We have the Holy Spirit at salvation that indwells us, that will lead us and guide us, and will lead us and guide us into all truth, which is the Word of God. It is a challenge, it's a, it's a charge this morning, and it's very practical. It's going to involve our, our daily life, our everyday life, and it simply is to read the Bible. It's to read it. I believe it's essential for our Christian life. It's essential for our growth. Um, if we read the Bible through in a year, and as we go, I've got some, uh, some Bible reading schedules that we can even do. Uh, the, the reason for uh, the, the challenge to read it through in a year is, is simply to keep on track. It's not that there's something magical in reading it through in a year. It's just a way to help us and you may be like me, I need things to help me keep on track. Uh, to, uh, I mean, really the important thing of the Word of God is that we're, that we're getting fed, that we're getting uh, strength spiritually, right? Alright, so Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1. In verse 1, the Bible says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. This is a reason why these are written, verse 2, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give subtly to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning. And a man of understanding shall attend unto wise counsels. Verse 6, he says, To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. So we, we say here, hey, what was Proverbs written for? He gives us some, some practical things here of why Proverbs was written. It was written to give us wisdom. It was written to give us understanding. It was written to give us all. But the Word of God is that. It is, it is written to, to enrich us, to help us. It is, written, it is written to help us get to know God, to get to know His will, to get to know Him. I'm saying, I'm saying, that I'm, again, this message this morning is so simple. It is the Word of God is essential to us, so read it. it, it it's that simple. Where, where does, where does, 
wisdom, knowledge, and understanding come from? Where does wisdom, knowledge, and understanding come from? You're open there in Proverbs. And by the way, I'm going to have you turn to Scriptures today, because hopefully you have your Bibles. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 6. We're going to be turning to these Scriptures. It says Proverbs chapter uh, 2 and verse 6. The Bible says, The Lord giveth wisdom. Out of His mouth cometh knowledge, and understanding. The question was, where does it come from? Hey, spiritual wisdom, knowledge, and understanding comes from the Lord. Simple question. Are we, in 2016, in our individual, everyday lives, going to need some wisdom, spiritual wisdom, some spiritual knowledge, some spiritual understanding? That's a simple question. Are we going to need some in our decision-making? Well, give yourself the advantage then. You have the Scripture. And by the way, we, we have, I, I believe God uh, gifts people for teaching, preaching, and all those sorts of things. But let me tell you this. Hey, if you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you, you, you can study your Bible, read your Bible all on your own, and actually the Lord expects you to. To teach yourself, to grow yourself in the Scripture, to mature through the Word of God. Turn to Proverbs. Again, we're turning to these scriptures this morning for a reason, because we're using our Bible. Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24. We're going to need wisdom. We're going to need knowledge and understanding in 2016. Absolutely. Proverbs 24 and verse 3. The Bible says, through wisdom is a house building. And by understanding, it is what? Established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant things. Where does knowledge, wisdom, and understanding come from? It comes from the Lord. It comes from His Word. It comes from His mouth. And how is our home and how is our house going to be established? How is our home going to be built? How is the, how is the inside going to be filled with precious things? Through His Word. Through His Word. Look, the foundation of this church is the Word of God. Plain and simple. And for believers, for Christians, the foundation of our home should be the Word of God. It is the rock, right, in which we build. And and that's easy to say, right? We say it, but then we got to get into it and search it and grow and grow and, and seek for those precious things that are found written in the Scripture. The Word of God is precious, isn't it? I mean, it is precious to us, isn't it? We are so blessed in this country to have the Word of God, to have the written Word of God, have the pure Word of God. It's wonderful. It's supernatural. It's living. It's pure. It's our bread. 
It's our milk. It's our water. It's our meat. It's our light. It's our compass. It's everything to us, right? In the the sense of it is what God has given us here on earth to lead us and to guide us and to establish our ways. All those sorts of things. Take your Bibles, turn to Psalms. Psalms 119, right near the middle of your Bible. It's the longest chapter of your Bible. All or almost all of the verses, the 176 verses. Awesome chapter. Should read the whole thing sometime. Well, you will this year when you read your Bible too in the year. Uh, refer or makes reference to the Word of God. And, and you'll see that as we read a bunch of these verses. But the precepts, the commandments, the testimonies, all these things are all references to God's Word. Let's just read some of these verses. Psalm 119, verse 2. Blessed are they that keep His testimonies, and they that seek Him with their whole heart. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting, seeking God next year, maybe you did this year, maybe you, you, you want to do more, but in 2016, seeking God with our whole heart. That's applying ourselves to the Word of God. Applying ourselves to the Word of God. I promise that it will work in our lives. It will work effectually. It will work good. It will work. It will transform us. It will renew our minds. If we apply our hearts to it, that's a guarantee. Why? Because it's so powerful. The Word of God is so powerful. What did He create the world with? He spoke it into existence, didn't He? I mean, His Word has creating power. He said, let there be light. And there was the light. That's the power of God's Word. That's creating power. That's power to change us, transform us, renew us, all those sorts of things. Look at verse 9. When I was first getting right with the Lord, uh, 20, almost 21 years old, I memorized these scriptures. He says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart. You see that? Whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. I'm going to give you another challenge along with reading it. Memorize some of it. Memorize some scriptures. Hide a couple of those verses down in our hearts. Hide them away and God will begin to work and change us through it. Look at verse 15. We're just going to jump around through uh, Psalm 119. It just gives us the value of the Word of God. You know, we put value so many times on some of the wrong things, don't we? We have the most precious thing. We have something from heaven right here in our hands. He says in verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. Wow, what if we start delighting in the Word of God? I mean, make it a, make it a date. 
And we're going to get into the Word of God. That we're gonna, we get to, to read and hear and see the heart and mind of God through the Scripture. Begin to delight in that. He says in verse 18, Open thou my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. And boy, is that not true. I, I have experienced it. I have experienced the Bible uh, begin to come alive where, where one verse written by a different author a thousand years apart begins to make sense and shine light on the other one and all of a sudden the Word of God starts to tie together and that, that scripture over there makes this scripture come alive and all of a sudden your eyes start opening and you start seeing things through the scripture and it, you know that it's supernatural. And you get to reading through it and getting into it, and man, you're like, wow, this is awesome. Verse 24, he says, Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. How often do we seek the Lord and His Word for our counsel, for our wisdom, for our every day. I'm, I'm saying this message is so practical because the Word of God will affect our everyday decisions. We don't separate our family from church. We don't separate our church from, from our relationship with Christ or our work. We, we pile all together and say, Lord, lead me and guide me and direct me in every one of these areas and steps because you come first in all thy ways. I acknowledge you, Lord. And you will direct my path. Verse, verse 33. Teach me. Oh, he will. Oh, he will. If you go into if you go into his word wholeheartedly, delighting in it, he will become your teacher. That's that's exciting stuff. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I will keep it unto the end. It's one thing. It is one thing when somebody else teaches you something, and it's good, and it's all right. But it is a whole different story when the Lord teaches you something through the Scripture. And He puts it down on you, and He says, this is for you, and I want you to see this. And He gets personal with you in His Word in your life. Yes, sir. He's real. He's alive. He's working through His work. Verse 38. Establish Thy Word unto Thy servant who is devoted to Thy fear. Verse 47. And I will delight myself in Thy commandments which I have loved. I don't know where you're at right now. But I, I, I'm convinced that if you apply yourself to this challenge this year, then whether you do or you don't yet, and I'm not trying to judge here, but you will fall in love with God's Word. You'll fall in love with it. You'll say, I love it. I love, I love His Word. And they're precious to you. It's good to you. It's sweet to you. I need it. I need it. 71, Psalms. 119 verse 71. This is an interesting verse. It is good for me that I have been afflicted that I might learn thy statutes. I don't I don't know where you're at, 
And I don't know what you've been through in the sense some of do, some of don't. But I believe that you'll experience that when you go through hardship and hard times, maybe when other people let you down, if it drives you into God's Word for answers, I've seen that happen. I've seen folks go through really hard stuff and they've just got tons of questions, right? And, and, and whatever the questions are like, why? That's a big one, right? <laughs> or how? And it drives them into God's Word a bit later, down the road. They'll say, hey, whether they got their answer or not, they said it was good. And I went through that because it, it drove me into a relationship with the Lord. It drove me into the Scripture to find answers. And whether I found what I was looking for or not, I did find the Lord. And I found peace and joy through it. I found answers in the Scripture. There are answers in the Scripture. Look at verse uh, 103. He says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. 105. I always do that. I always do this when I read this verse or, or mentally think about this. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I mean, a mental picture of saying, It is the word of God that's going to direct my path and lead me shine the light on the, in this dark world in the direction that I've got to go, we need to go, the decisions I'm going to make. It's my life. It's a light in my path. Verse 130. 119, 130. The entrance of thy words give what? Light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Thank God for that. Verse 133. 133. Order my steps in thy word. Is he able to do that? I mean, is he able to order, give us direction for our everyday life? That's what I'm talking about. This isn't just a, a, our relationship with the Lord isn't just um, separate from, from the steps that we take on a daily basis. He can, give us, he can give us truth on a daily basis, right? Look at 140. 119.140. He says, Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. The word of God is pure. We have the pure, inerrant word of God. I don't, you know when I go to the scripture, I go to it to learn it. I don't go to it to correct it. I, I go to it, I don't go to it saying um, a better word, or I'm going to change a word, or I'd rather see this verse structured different. I go to it and say, teach me. I don't even have to try and teach it or go to it to, to change anything. I believe that it's pure. I believe that it's inerrant, and I'm putting my faith and trust in it. It's, it's really that simple. Look at look at verse 165. <coughs> he says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. The word of God, you know what it can bring? It can bring peace. It can bring peace. That doesn't mean that there's not trouble. 
It doesn't mean that there won't be uh, hard, hard things that we face or go through. It means that we can go through these things with peace. I, I don't know about you, but when I read the story of Joseph, I always think there's hope for everybody. When I read the story of David, it just encourages me. You know, I'm just saying, there's some stories in the Bible that just shows us that it's never over. Until God says it's over. There's still hope no matter what we go through, no matter what we face. It gives us peace. If I were to give you a guarantee this morning to grow spiritually in 2016, would you take it? Of course you would. Of course you would. And when I say to grow, when I say to grow spiritually, I mean to grow in faith. I mean to grow in grace. I mean to grow in love. I mean to grow in purity to grow in fellowship with our, in our relationship with Christ, grow closer to Him, to grow in knowledge, to mature as a believer and as a Christian. Alright? We're turning to Scriptures this morning. Turn to Romans chapter 10. We could quote this probably. I say it so much in here, but I want us to look at it on the pages. Romans chapter 10. I have this underlined. In my Bible, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. By the way, the reason why, and I'm, and I'm for, I'm for I, I have a, an app on my phone where I can listen to the scripture. Sometimes if I'm preaching um, on a, uh, in, from Philippians, let's say, passage, I'll, read, I'll listen to Philippians a couple times just in my, and, yeah, you know, throughout the week, just to get the context maybe. But, but it doesn't replace our personal scripture, the Word of God, where we can make notes and mark it up. The see years is marked up and notes all over that right there. Isn't that neat? Right, Marty, isn't that neat? That's awesome. He has personal notes written all through those pages. And so it's, it gets personal. When we, and, and I put dates. I've got dates written throughout this, my, my Bible here. And in the front. And, then, and so there is a personalness to it. But it becomes precious. So don't don't allow that. I'm not I'm not against the phones and all the awesome stuff that we have. It may just be a a, a, a tool to help us get more of it. I'm not against that. Don't get me wrong. But don't don't lose your your personal Bible. Romans chapter ten and verse seventeen. It says, "So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God." In 2016. This church and each and every one of us as an individual need faith. We're going to need faith. If you're, look, if you're going to walk with the Lord, you have to have faith. That's the only way He operates. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews 11 says, without faith it is impossible to please God. We have to have faith. And where is our faith built up? How, is, how does our faith grow? It grows through the Word of God. It's really that simple. We get in the Word of God and we're reading it, we're hearing it, we're listening to it, like I said, listening to it. We're hearing it preached, hearing it taught. You know what will happen? Our faith will begin to grow. Our faith will begin to grow. We need it, don't we? We need our faith to grow, don't we? Well, whatever, we're, whatever we're facing, we're going to face some things this year and we're going to need the faith to be victorious in it and through it, through Christ. It's going to take faith. 
If we don't have faith, you know what we have? Fear. He's not called us to fear. Turn to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Again, another verse I I use a lot, but we're going to look at it. We're going to read it. 2 Timothy. Chapter 2. Verse 15. The Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So I've already set a challenge to read it, memorize it, now study it. We're going to study. We have Bible studies, sure, as groups, and you can do that. But I challenge you to do your own Bible study. Maybe uh, take a book of the Bible and study it yourself in a personal way, separate from your reading. There's commentaries out there that you can get and just do your own Bible study on a book, uh, you know, the book of Romans. And I could suggest, uh, you know, Matthew Henry online. You can get his commentary as the whole whole Bible. You can pull it off. He's an old timer, but I, I feel like there's some depth in, in Matthew Henry's uh, commentaries that you can find. There's plenty of others. I'm just giving suggestions here. But you can go in there and find this and go through it and, and, and study it yourself and see what the Lord speaks to you. The Lord sometimes will speak to you a little different where you're at and what you need than you would me or would someone else. As you study this, study. I'm just saying, study. Study to show thyself approved unto God. You're in 2 Timothy. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Again, simple. Simple message this morning. The 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15 it says, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Hey, we know that we need to be saved. We know we need to be born again. Why? Because the scripture shows us and tells us. Through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Our salvation is by faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. This has been inspired. There was men that wrote it down, but they were just the, the instruments that God used. And it's profitable for doctrine. We believe doctrine, right? Truth. For reproof. Correction. We need that sometimes. Instruction in righteousness. We need instructed, right? That the man of God may be what? Perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. God's working on us. He's preparing us for something. For the ministry, this has, I started by saying what we're talking about will help us in fulfilling our purpose. And He will. He'll take the Word of God and prepare us, uh, uh, sanctify us, set us apart for His purpose. Apply ourselves to it. Again, this is just a simple, practical message. I have some Bible reading schedules here. Now, you, you guys can take anything you want. You can go from Genesis to Revelation. That's, that's a great way to do it. Or you can use my, my schedule that I'm going to use this year. I've done it different ways, but this jumps around a little bit. I would say 50% of my messages on Sunday morning are from my daily Bible reading. So if you're reading the same place I am, you'll already have the context. I preach a message on Joshua, but then it's the story. It's just, I'm just throwing out helps. This is nothing you have to do, nothing that, but here you are. There's a, half a dozen, there's a dozen things here. We can get more. We can email you the file. But here's a Bible reading schedule from January 
to, to December. If you want it, I'm going to sit it right here by John. Come up here, grab yourself one if you want us to email you one. If you need one, if we run out, we can get more. I'm just, just trying to make it possible. Anything we can do. Hey, there's, this isn't the only schedule. Like I said, you can go from Genesis to Revelation. There's, uh, there's many different ways to read it through uh, 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 schedules online or something. But this is a help. Pray about this. Say, Lord, help me. And then commit to it. Set, a, set aside a schedule. Set aside a time. Get a discipline set up. And, and begin to say, hey, Lord... Speak to me. I'm going to apply myself this year to the scripture. And I'm going to see what you're going to do through it. Amen? He will meet our needs. He will satisfy us.